Welcome to the Mama Project Podcast, where we discuss all things pregnancy, postpartum, motherhood, parenting, and beyond. I am your host, Christine Zifra, a mom to an incredible baby girl, two fur babies, and married to the most amazing man and life partner. I am an entrepreneur, former gym owner, lifelong athlete, and career fitness professional. I am a lover of all things fitness, especially strength training and triathlons. Mama Project is a coaching platform where I provide other moms unique strategies to improve both their physical and mental health during seasons of pregnancy and postpartum. The goal of this podcast is to supply you with tools and resources to guide you wherever you're at in your journey, offer inspirational stories from myself and guests, ultimately educating and entertaining you along the way. If you are a mom currently pregnant or recently postpartum, this podcast is for you. I would love it if you subscribed so that you can get updated when a new episode is released. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Mama Project podcast. Today, I have a solo episode for you all, and I am going to talk about this identity shift that happens when you become a mother, and we all experience it. In different capacities, right? So I just got back a little over a week ago from a pregnancy and postpartum athleticism seminar in Boise, Idaho, which was hosted by Brianna Battles, who is the creator and founder of that certification. And it was amazing to be in a room with all of those like-minded moms and high-performing women and, you know, got to talk to them about our unique pregnancy and postpartum experiences. And there was definitely a common theme in the room, and that was that motherhood changed us. And that's what I want to talk about today is like these, we all know that motherhood is going to change us, but I don't think some of us prepare or are prepared for how it changes us. We know that it's going to be different because we have this beautiful baby that's a part of our lives that we have to take care of that is dependent on us for everything. But it's just you don't really know how you're going to feel and what you're going to think until you actually experience it. And everybody was right about that. Every mom that ever talked to me was like, you just don't know until you experience it yourself. And they're 100% right. And one thing that I will say is that we all have different experiences, right? Like some of us bond with our baby right away. Some of us don't. Some of us have wonderful pregnancies. Some of us have brutal pregnancies. Same goes for births and postpartum experiences. All of our situations are different and unique, which is why I thought maybe I would talk a little bit about my own personal experience and kind of identity crisis in postpartum and motherhood. So motherhood changes you in so many ways. It changes us physically, emotionally, mentally, socially, maybe culturally, financially, and just so many others. So before having Evelyn, I was very heavily career and fitness focused. And these are two aspects of my life that have completely changed with motherhood. So for those of you who don't know, I'll give you a little bit of background on my professional and career history. So I went from training in a big box setting to opening my own gym. I started a corporate wellness business from scratch during COVID. 
And I made the decision to sell my gym at the beginning of last year. And that was not an easy decision for me, like at all. Like my gym was my baby and I really poured my heart and soul into it. And, you know, one of the biggest reasons, you know, the biggest catalyst was having a discussion with my husband on moving and relocating to a different state. And so then I got to thinking, well, do I want to run the gym remotely or do I want to sell it? Like, what do I want to do? So around the time I was working with a broker on the appraisal, I found out I was pregnant. And that basically like solidified my decision because I knew or like I thought I knew that I wanted to be a working mom But having all the responsibility of owning the gym was not really something I wanted anymore. Because if you've ever owned a brick and mortar business, you know that it it requires a lot of you and it requires a lot of your time and you don't really ever get to turn it off even when you leave because there's people running it when you're not there and it just, your brain never shuts off about it. So selling the gym would allow me to get back to doing what I really love the most, which is coaching. And I knew that I could have a flexible schedule. And I also had the opportunity to work with clients online, which I got into more of during COVID, which I'm sure a lot of people in the fitness industry did. Then there's the fitness aspect of the change that happens when you're pregnant and postpartum and like seeing your body change. Like I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've always been a pretty fit individual. I have been active my whole life. Fitness is one of those things that like, I just don't know. I don't know myself without it. It's just like a kind of a part of who I am. And I really thought that it would be harder for me um, to see my body change. Like I was in the best shape of my life before getting pregnant. I was, I had just finished my second full Ironman I was coming off of completing 75 hard, which a bunch of, with a bunch of friends. And I was like, fit. Like, I don't even care. I don't even talk about weight. Like, I don't care about my weight. I wasn't like the lightest I have ever been. Like, I was the fittest I had ever been. And I really thought it would be harder for me to see my body change and see the pounds go up on the scale. But like, really, it wasn't. Like, mentally, like, I could handle it because I knew it was for a good reason And I knew I was doing everything I could in my power to keep myself healthy. I was working out. I was eating really well. I mean, I felt great. I had a great pregnancy. So I really can't complain about, you know, it taking away from my fitness abilities. Like, I will say I definitely scaled back on workouts. I definitely didn't lift as heavy. And I wasn't moving as fast, especially as the weeks went on and the you know, trimesters <laughs> past. So again, like if you're listening to this and you're someone who was very fit before you got pregnant and you're struggling to see the body changes, just know like it is for a good reason. It's for the best thing, like one of the best things you will ever do with your life. And it's so short term, like it's so temporary and it's just, it's a huge blessing. And so that's, That's definitely something I was like, I'm so grateful that I get to experience this. Like, yeah, it's hard and yeah, my body's changing and my stomach's huge and I can't run. I I couldn't run after about halfway through my pregnancy because my placenta was low. So yeah, it was definitely different, but it wasn't 
crazy hard on me mentally. So I went to a um, handful of spectating events last year, including the Chicago Marathon and one of our friends, Half My Ironmans, and like it really made me miss racing. And so in September of last year, I signed up for um, a Half Ironman in Madison, which would be September of 2023. And I was thinking like, okay, like I'll be plenty healed at nine months postpartum, like to do the race. Like I, you know, I'll be fine. Little did I know that I would be dealing with the traumatic effects of birth in the form of severe tearing and prolapse symptoms and also like a little bit of emotional trauma, which I think I've talked about before, maybe not on this podcast, maybe in a different format. But when I was three weeks postpartum, I started bleeding profusely at home one night while I was nursing Evelyn and had to get rushed to the emergency room for a DNC which uh, there was uh, placenta left in my uterus. It's called retained placenta in my uterus. So that was very scary. And leaving her so suddenly, like with my health in question, like I am not a very chill person when there's an emergency situation. I'm really trying to be better. Like my husband is the chill one and my mom is super chill like when this was going on. And I had no chill. I was like, I'm going to die. And like, I'm bleeding out. And like, I was freaking out. But it's kind of hard to like, remain chill when you're like, literally bleeding out and shit is falling out of your body that you don't know, like what's going on. So it was scary, like being in the car being like, crying, just like, oh my gosh, my baby's three weeks old. Like, I just want to see her grow up. And like, how could this be happening? And just, you know, thinking horrible things. Um, That might happen. But instead of that, you know, listening to my husband and being like, you're going to be fine. We're going to get this taken care of. You know, we're going to go home. And I was terrified that she wasn't going to take a bottle. So to this day, I still have pretty bit of a hard time leaving her like for extended periods of time. But I am getting better. Like it is it is okay that I leave her you know, for a couple hours here or there. And I definitely do because, you know, I work and I work out and do things. But um, leaving her overnight for the first time was a bit of a challenge, but I did it. And now I'm not doing it again forever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, for the rest of the year, this year at least, she's coming along for the ride. So now that I've had her, there's just so many things that I thought before motherhood that are just completely different than how I think now. Like, my brain has literally changed. Like, I thought I would be okay with sending her to daycare so that I could work more, like coaching in person or, like, whatever I needed to do. And I just, I'm not okay with that now. Like, I don't want that anymore. And um, I, I get it. Like, I'm blessed that, you know, I have a flexible schedule. I can work kind of around my husband's schedule Fitness is, you know, either you work early, people like to work out before work, or people like to work out after work. So luckily, I I can do that. Like, I can work out really early, a couple hours before she wakes up from for the day. And then I could work a couple hours at night, you know, when my husband gets off work and he can take care of her. So it is, I am blessed in that regard. And I realize not everybody has this opportunity or this schedule. I know that there's a lot of families out there that need two incomes and it's tough and it's hard in this 
in this economy. It's, it's a, I mean, everything's very expensive and nothing's getting cheaper between groceries and housing and just all of the things. So I get it that, you know, you need two incomes and you have to send your kid to daycare. And that's just, and you struggle with that decision. You struggle with feeling guilty that you have to work and you can't take care of your, you know, you can't be with your baby as much. Like that's, that's hard. I'm blessed that I could, you know, do what I'm doing and also offer online programs to work with clients remotely. And I realized that and I'm super grateful. Another thing is that, so like I said before, this race that I'm doing was supposed to be September of 2023, which is now. Um, The race is actually three weeks ago, but I suffered a prolapse diagnosis postpartum. And so that definitely delayed my return to high impact activities like running. Like I thought, okay, I'll probably be running again at like 12 weeks postpartum or at least start. And that was, I could barely walk a mile without discomfort at 12 weeks postpartum. So I didn't start running until I was like more like six months postpartum. So that definitely threw threw me for a loop in that healing. And I was going to defer my race to next year, but then, you know, realized that I didn't read the fine print and that I was only able to defer the race to a later date in 2023. So when I was looking at other half Ironman races that were in this country, the latest one that I could possibly do uh, is December 10th, which is the day after her first birthday. And I was like, well, what a way to not only celebrate her birthday in Florida, but to celebrate being one year postpartum and just kind of kind of celebrating like everything that my body has been through this year. And so I'm currently training for this race. And honestly, at times I'm a little bit annoyed by it (laughs) because I'm like, oh, if you've ever trained for an endurance event before, like a marathon or a half marathon or triathlon, like, you know, that training is, is time consuming. And I'm just like, oh, I just don't want to do this. Like in this season of my life, I just don't care enough about this. And that like for me, like as this fitness junkie, who's like always been training for a race or competing in a challenge or getting ready for some sort of fitness event, like that's like hard for me to admit that like I, I'm just in a place right now where like I do not care about racing. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to do this race. Like I'm training for it. I'm going to do it. But I've just been like, I don't care to do another long race after this, like for a while. And that's okay. Like I, it's not all who it's like racing triathlon. It's not all of who I am. It's a part of who I am. And it doesn't mean that I won't do it again eventually. It's just, I think we just get so caught up in like who we were before we had babies that we, we like, we kind of grieve, right? A little bit like grieve who we were or grieve things we did or grieve more of the freedom that we have. I don't know. Maybe you traveled a lot before you had kids and it's hard to travel because 
your baby cries a lot or because it's expensive or whatever. So like, yeah, like we grieve certain things, but that doesn't mean we can't create like new forms of ourselves. And so when I was dealing with this struggle, you know, postpartum, I mean, I'm still postpartum, right? Like I'm 10 months postpartum. But like initially, like when she was like two or three months, I was like having this huge internal battle with myself. Like, oh my God, fitness is so important to me. Work and being career oriented is so important to me. But like, why does it feel like it's not right now? Like how, I don't even know who I am. And I, if you're listening to this and you're a mom, like, and you've said that to yourself before, like, I don't even know who I am anymore. You're not alone. I promise you. And I'm like, there's got to be other moms who feel like this, like who feel like motherhood is just like totally like shook me up and made me think differently about everything that I thought was important to me. And I started kind of like leaning into that a little bit. Like it's not postpartum depression or like anxiety. Like I get those things. It's like it's something else. And so when I started just kind of sitting in this feeling, things started coming to me. And, you know, I was on, I don't know, Instagram or Facebook, one of them one day, and I saw the term matrescence. And I was like, what is that? And so I did a little bit of digging and started, you know, looking at this one woman's page And I was like, oh my gosh, like, yes, this is, this is what it is. And so if you've never heard of the term before, it was coined in the seventies, I think. And I forgot, it's like something Raphael, I forget the woman's name, but matrescence is basically like the becoming of a mother and that we are constantly becoming a mother because we experience motherhood completely different like every, every season, every time, like when we have a baby for the first time, right, our world is shook, we're, we're, we're experiencing everything for this first time, right. But then when we have a second baby, you're like, okay, like I've done this before. But also like you've never had a baby and a toddler, or you've never had two babies before. So you're experiencing that for the first time. And then maybe like your kids get a little bit older And they start going to school and that's really hard. And I see a lot of moms that, you know, have a really hard time sending their kids to school. And before I had kids, I never understood that. I'm like, why? Like you get more time and freedom. But like now that I'm a child, now that I'm a parent and like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to cry so hard when she goes to school. Like I totally get it. (laughs) Like I get that. Or like when they go to when they go to middle school and they get a little bit older, when they start driving or like when they have their first date or, you know, they go off to high school or they go off to college or they they all completely move out of the house and you're an empty nester. Like, just think about it, you guys. Like, think about this. Like every phase of motherhood is new for us. And we're just like. We're all expected to, like, know how to handle it. Like, no. It's okay if you're struggling at whatever season that you're in. Whether you're struggling, like, physically or emotionally or mentally or financially. Like, 
these seasons are just so fleeting. And I think that's what's made me kind of like exhale a little bit because I'm so used to being such a high performer and a high achiever in any aspect of my life, to be honest, like fitness, business, like I like to like, I like to make money and I like to provide and I like to, you know, work hard in the gym. But now it's like I'm a mother and like you throw this like huge, like wrench into like everything I thought I knew about who I was. And now I'm like, it's not that those other things are not important to me. It's not that work is not important to me. It is. It's not that fitness isn't important to me. It is. But like my priorities have shifted and I can still work out and like be fit and not have to race. Like I'm already thinking like, okay, after this half Ironman, I'm not going to do any long races. Like if I'm going to do races, they're going to be short, like sprints or Olympics, like stuff that I don't have to train for because it just kind of is part of my routine. Um, And as far as business goes, like I have been beating myself up so hard that I don't contribute as much financially. And that's hard for me because I owned a business and I was, you know, doing really well. And now I'm still making money. Yeah, but it's like not as much as we're used to. And so that's hard. And like, I'm just, I'm being completely candid because like, I know that there's women out there who like have the same struggle or share this sentiment with me. And you might be struggling because you think that you're not enough because you're not providing as much as you used to. But I promise you that you are like you are providing. And my husband sent me this text a few weeks ago and it's just out of nowhere. And he said to me, he said, he said, you'll never know how important your job at home is. And that just like got me, you know, like he's right. Like this is, it's such an important job. Like you're raising, you know, your child or your children. And even though there's no, like you can't even put like a monetary value on that. It's, it's just, it's so hard. It's you, that you say like, it's, it's priceless, right? But it's true that like your work at home has so much value. And we just really need to stop overall, like comparing ourselves to someone else's situation because you just don't know what anybody else goes through behind their four walls of their house. Like you don't know that they really need both incomes or that they're, you know, going to make a sacrifice and have, you know, the wife stay home with the kids. Like you just don't know. And I think we do, we do such a good job, even as moms, just like, being all judgy and mom guilt and this and that. And it's just like, let's have some grace for each other because no matter what, we're putting guilt on ourselves. We feel guilty no matter what. Like even if you're a working mom, you feel guilty that you don't spend all of the time every day, all day with your kids. And if you stay at home, you feel bad that you don't work and contribute financially. I posted this, like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So just do what is best for you and for your family, your babies. That's that's it. Like, that's all you got to do. So 
I just encourage you to really look into yourself and to, you know, what are you struggling with? And like, how did you lose yourself in motherhood and why? And like, how could you find yourself again? And how could you appreciate where you're at in your season? Because it goes fast. And like, my daughter's only almost 10 months old. But I I have, you know, two nephews and a niece and my nephew is almost nine. And I'm just like, how did that happen? Like, I feel like I snapped my fingers and he's nine and he's not even my child. So like, I can't imagine. I'm sure I'm going to be sitting here. Hopefully this podcast is still running, but in, you know, 10 years and I'm just going to be like, where did the time go? So wherever you're at, just know it's a season and We're constantly changing and evolving and growing as mothers. And this this term, matrescence, is something that I'm going to talk about more, you know, in this podcast and in my content on social media. You know, in the future, it's definitely going to be an aspect of my business because I just feel like this has just spoken to me, this work and I have been doing this Seasons of Matrescence certification to support mothers and be a matrescence educator. And I just think that overall, just moms need way more support in in different ways. Moms need support, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it. So that is what I'm here to do is support you in, you know, whatever it is that you're struggling with and provide inspiration to just keep moving forward. So thank you so much for tuning in. I will see you on the next episode. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the Mama Project Podcast. If you'd like to see more from me, head over to Instagram and follow at christine.adele.fit. You can also check out my Mama Project channel on YouTube. If you'd like more information on any of my coaching programs, I'll include my contact info in the show notes so we can connect. Again, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you never miss out when a new episode is released. See you next time.